0: اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم صل على محمد وال محمد الحمد لله الذي جعلنا من المتمسكين بولايه امير المؤمنين عليه السلام my dear brothers and sisters assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh غدير مبارك once again tuesday 8 of the ghadir activity and the question the first question for today is give two reasons why you think that many of the prominent companions broke their pledge of allegiance at Ghadir and disobeyed the command of the prophet about the khalifat of Imam Ali So I'm leaving this for your judgment for your um, for you to give your reflection on why what are the root causes that you think caused the prominent companions to disobey the command of a prophet and go against uh, his orders about Imam Ali. Alayhi salam. So there's multiple reasons that we can reflect on. Uh, first and foremost, greed for power. Essentially, um, the desire for authority, the love of authority, the love of power. As you as you can as you can imagine, back in the days, when Rasulullah was selected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for prophethood as the seal of messengers once the once the people of Quraysh came to finally accept him as the prophet of islam many of them actually had jealousy the fact that he was chosen for this particular um, role of leadership essentially so many of them had that jealousy towards him and they they thought to themselves why not them why not someone from their tribes they also had this idea of tribal power you know they're fine they could be fine with them themselves not having that particular role but if it's someone a chief or a noble representing their own tribe then that was sufficient for them so they they had that sense of competition so you can think about it as a sense of competition that they wanted that pride and power for themselves so that was the case with prophethood then come fast forward now it's time for you know uh, the, the uh, assignment or the appointment of the leadership of the khilafat for the successorship so again many of them went through this thought process this thought process that who will be they knew that, that Rasulullah his time was coming okay he wasn't going to continue in this world for too much long now the questions revolved in their minds who would be the the, the person who would take over not as a prophet because rasulullah is النبيين, the seal of prophets however uh, the idea of khilafat or successorship existed they understood that very well um but they wondered who who would that person be and they competed within themselves they wanted that their own their own selves or their own tribe would be the one to take this honor that they considered from themselves okay so on one hand you have the greed for power that when they saw rasulullah by divine selection selected amir mu'minin who was from bani hashim that their own tribes like bani tamim or bani or, or whatever that their tribe may be they didn't have that honor or they didn't gain that power they didn't like that many of them they they found they saw this as a last opportunity for their own tribe and then they said to themselves that twice again that Beni Hashem gets both prophethood and khilafat or imamat that they thought that they saw was too much for them to handle and they started using their own uh, personal preferences rather than thinking from the uh, from the lens of divine uh selection and divine leadership they thought about their own personal preferences and personal greed for power that's one thing um, and hence you found you found that the first and the second khila, uh, khalif, khalifa they were both from two different tribes and both were you know their tribes wanted that from their for themselves the second reason was jealousy from imam ali a.s. many of them could not stand or bear the idea that from all the companions that it was Ali a.s. who was chosen for this particular uh, honor. And even though it wasn't a surprise to them at all, because they understood very well the uh, pure autobiography that Imam Ali a.s. enjoyed and the fact that his resume, his CV was full of accomplishments, full of merits and virtues. And, and he had a perfect track record that if you wanted to, close your eyes and 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 pick who that person would be all the common sense and logic would all be pointing to ali alayhi let alone the fact that rasulullah throughout his lifetimes in many different events and occasions he would highlight the merits of amir he would uh set him up pretty much for this great position that that imam Ali السلام, would eventually Assumed by divine command, and time and time again, they would exhibit jealousy. They didn't want Imam, Imam Ali salam to again get that honor of khilafat. So this was an opportunity, and this this was uh, the manifestation of uh, the words in dua Nutba when we recite. Ahqad Badriya Wahanaya Wahai That this dua du'a nudbah which is highly recommended to recite in the morning of Fridays, and we should all get used to reciting it because in this dua we actually get a sneak peek of of the historical context which which existed during that time. That the people when Imam Ali alayhs was chosen, the people, their, their animosity manifested, their ahqad, their envy and, and animosity. A manifested, which was rooted in key Islamic events, uh, historical events like the Battle of Khaybar, the Battle of Huda- or the Treaty of Hudaybiyah, uh, and the Battle of Badr. Because Imam Ali as you know, um, he killed many of the of the brave men of Quraysh, many of the Kufar, key figures. That he killed them and destroyed them, and this left left their hearts very heavy with with rancor, with hatred, with animosity towards the personality of Ali. So them jumping to take um, or uh, uh, break their pledge of allegiance of Ghadir was a sign and a manifestation of their jealousy towards Amir mumineen as well as we can reflect on the fact that um, everyone understood that Imam Ali السلام, was a man of truth. He was a symbol of justice. They understood very well that once Imam Ali alayhi salam was going to assume the Khilafat, that meant that the Prophet, the system of prophethood, or the, um, or the leadership under the Prophet would continue the same exact way as Rasulullah commanded during his lifetime. What does that mean? That means that the system of truth and justice, and Adl, would continue manifesting itself it meant that the people would not have the opportunity to play around uh with the system of justice uh, for example as we saw like the, the third khalifa uh, who used his, his, the leadership for his own interest with, with nepotism uh he would give from the from the mal from baytul mal from the treasury of the of, uh, of Islam, he would give away to his own people, to his own family members, not with, with due justice. Um Amir al-Mu'minina alayhi islam, they know, would, come, would, would judge by the word of Allah, not by the word of the people or by personal interests, even for his own brother. And we all have heard um, the famous story of Imam Ali Al islam when his own brother Aqeel came to him asking him for something from baytul mal and imam ali turned angrily to him and said to him he gave him an, an analogy and he said to him do you want me to put my hand in fire and, uh, and uh, um, his brother was surprised about that statement and he pretty much explained to him that by him giving him um, some type of right from the Baytul Mal from the treasury that was, they didn't belong to to him, his brother. It is equivalent to Imam Ali al putting his very hand in hellfire. So it, essentially, the Imam Ali al was going to abide by the rules of justice by the by. Um, by the, the sharia of islam and not by the sharia of the people or the desires of the people even if, even if it meant him saying no to his own brother then he was going to say no to his own brother because islam comes first so because of this people were not too excited they were not too excited uh to have imam ali islam rule because they knew imam ali was going to rule by divine command and they they weren't, weren't too um too much of a fan for that because they knew that this was going to go against their personal interest and last but definitely not the least and i accept all the answers which make common sense um was a test from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the whole entire Ummah. and first and foremost it was a test to the prominent so-called companions that they that they today you know argue that these are the companions the sahaba who witnessed such and such Events like Badr and Hunain, etc., or those who um, accompanied Rasulullah in uh, the cave Al Ghar, and yet the, the real merit and the real test is not that you accompany a prophet or that you attended a specific event, but rather that you continue to support the symbols of and uh, representatives of truth whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala selected regardless of your own personal desires and your own personal preference. So this was a great test to the Ummah at the time uh, of Ghadir as well as to up continuing till today until the end of time that the Muslimin, the Muslims are going to be tested and continue to be tested whether we're going to choose Islam, the pure Muhammadan Islam, which includes Ghadir and Wilayah, or we choose the wishy-washy Islam, which is mixed and mingled with falsehood, which which is what we see the mainstream Islam today. Unfortunately, that's the reality, the bitter reality that we are living at. And the second question uh, for today, according to Hadith, what similarity did did the Prophet and Imam Ali have with respect to their creation? Uh, And this is based on the Hadith, which um, is narrated in many books where Prophet said Ana wa Ali, I and Ali were from a single light before God 14,000 years before the creation of Adam, when God created Adam, he placed this light in his loin then this light was divided into two parts Part of, into two, part of this light was placed in Abdullah's loin and the other part was placed in Abi talib's loin therefore ali is from me and i am from ali his flesh is from my flesh and his blood from my blood hence whoever loves ali is because he loves me and whoever is hostile to him is my enemy and there are different variations of this hadith they're all acceptable the main idea is that their similarity is that they were created from the same light this, these are the keywords that i'm looking for uh, and regardless of the hadith that you choose to support this, this is the main idea. Hence, it's not surprising that, you know, we when we celebrate Ghadir, we are celebrating the Prophet. And when we celebrate the Prophet, for example, we celebrate the wilada of the Prophet or we celebrate the mi'raj of the Prophet, we are also giving our regards to Amir al-Mumineen We even do the Ziyarah of Imam Ali a.s. as recommended amal on both the wilada of Rasulullah as well as um, the inauguration, the batat of Rasulullah salawatullahi wa alayhi. for your participation. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept um, and strengthen your wilayat Amir Mu'mineen alayhi salam wa salaamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh